Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Is antisocial behaviour by some students leading to landlords selling up or renting to professionals only? And this is what Kirsten Mayle, who runs KMPM, uh, who are a, a property management agency on Shannon Street in Limerick, believes. And he's on the line now to tell us why. Good morning to you, Kirsten. Morning, Joe. So what sort of issues do you see uh, from students in the homes that are being rented to them that you'd be dealing with? Well... I suppose context has to be put into everything, okay? Um, I'm doing this for 40-odd years, right? So um, I've seen a lot, and I've seen uh, a gradual change of behaviour. Probably in the last 12 or 13 years on the student end, right, Um, where the level of behaviour has deteriorated. It's gone particularly bad since covid um, the COVID lockdown uh, came in on a number of different levels, right? One, um, basically, firstly, they kind of just kind of skipped contracts and said, look, we're not paying you. Uh, tough, despite the fact that a lot of them had part-time jobs and were getting 350 a week uh, in COVID supplement. If you worked five hours, you were getting 350 a week in a part-time job. So that was the first thing. Then there was a lot of antisocial behaviour when the COVID ended, like people came back to their properties that they said they'd vacated and started having parties. And I suppose I had taken five or six cases um, in in 2020 going into 21. And I just said, this is ridiculous. So I had about 30, uh, 32, 33 properties, whatever it is, rented to students, which is overall, as part of my book, uh, a small part of my book. And I just said... I suppose my father-in-law, who's in his 90s, has a great saying, if you stop hitting your head off the wall, it stops hurting, right? So I bailed, right? Um, it actually, the behaviour, even with bailing out of a lot of them in twenty in September 20, um, even having half that amount of properties, I still had a lot of antisocial behaviour. Uh, parties, um, total disregard for their neighbours, um, and... Like, I just pulled the plug then coming into normally your rent for the following term around March, April for the next, for, for the following September. And I just pulled the plug in a pile of properties. Uh, and Kirsten, when you go to um, tenants who are behaving in this way, I mean, what sort of responses were you getting? You get the finger. The actual finger? Yeah. yeah. You see, they think they're untouchable. Okay. And to a certain extent, they are. Because the antisocial notices that you gave under the RTB legislation are ridiculous, right? So you get you have to get to the stage where someone's life is practically in danger before you can get one over the line. Now, you might think that's a gross exaggeration, right? But I have fought, fought over over 90 RTB adjudications and tribunals. The only sticking point that I can't get over the line are antisocial behaviour. So my first adjudication victory, for want of a better word, out of four, was about three weeks ago, right? Where it wasn't students now, but where all the neighbours in this apartment block complained about the behaviour of one of one tenant, right, uh, that we were managing, right? Got the adjudication, and now 
threshold have told me they're appealing it on his behalf. Right. Uh, so w- the poor na- the poor residents there have to endure this guy for another four or okay. five months. And, and I suppose in the context of students then, what percentage of students, Limerick is a college town, are engaging in this sort of behaviour? It's, it's increasing, Joe. So, like for example, I gave the, the interview on Friday uh, with the Limerick leader, right? And basically, on Tuesday, right, um, we had, a Monday or Tuesday, I'm not sure which, we had a massive uh, gathering and party in college court. Now, I didn't know that was going to happen, right? But, like, we're talking about over 2,000 um, um, uh, students, apparently, according to the newspapers. Now, Joe, I just want to put in context, I drove in to call to my tenants on Tuesday evening because I'm going to become best buddies with all my students for the next uh, nine months, right? They're going to be seeing me on a regular basis, right? And I don't know what age you are, but I don't know if you remember the long pavement and the tip, right? Yeah, I do, yeah. You do, okay. Well, Joe, college court, quarter to six on Tuesday evening resembled that. It was a disgrace. And that wasn't a minority, right? Now, either they're brought up in such a way that they don't know how to pick up litter after them, not to mention discarding litter all over the place, right? I wouldn't say it's improved much if you drove in today. I don't know. But if you were a resident, if you were an owner of a property living in that and having to put up with that, you'd be incensed. And and Kirsten, when you say you're going to become best buddies (laughs) with your tenants, what do you mean by that? I mean I'm going to be doing regular inspections, right? I'm going to be checking that the bins are being collected, right? I'm going to make sure there's bins outside every property, right? This is the ones I manage. Now, you've got to bear in mind, I've only six or seven in in Castle Troy now. It's, It's about that, right? I'm going to be doing inspections every two months, right? Um, as per RTB guidelines, right, um, because I'm going to ensure that the properties belonging to my clients are maintained. Right. And that's what it's going to So we're chatting to Kirsten Mail, who uh, runs KMPM on Shannon Street, the property management agency. Um, you see, the, the part I don't quite get about this is, you know, students generally are decent people. Uh, how does it get to this stage? Lack of fear. Joe, what motivates us all to get out of bed in the morning, right? The Maybe mortgage. mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth, right? Right? Now, I'm 63 and I finally got over that hurdle. Good man. Uh, I'm delighted. I'm glad to hear right? somebody has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and believe you me, that motivated me for a long time, right? Yeah. There is no fear. There is no repercussions. Colleges have walked away. Castle Troy, 20, 30 years ago, had an accommodation section, right? And you could ring up Kay, I won't mention her second name. You could ring up people and say, look, I have a problem in a house. College have wiped their hands of it, right? Have they really done? Because the official statements we get from them, Kirsten, say that that's absolutely not the case, that they are aware, that they are have to be good neighbours with the community, etc. And they are doing what they can. Joe, how many statements do you hear from uh, the public service and semi-state bodies, right, that have have no connection with, with reality, 
Right. I hear a lot of them. Right. And in one ear and out the other. It's like the 40,000 houses we're going to be building every year. Right. But, but I mean, I, do you mean then that the only option for people living in Castle Troy is put up with it or sell up and get out? Yeah. That's the only option you see for people in, in that. I mean, this is a, an estate that has a lot of prominent businesses working there. It's an estate that has a very, um, a, 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 an area rather, rather than simply an estate that has a very specific plan for its development. And you're essentially saying, get out of there. Well, unless, unless the college are going to take ownership, unless the government our politicians are going to um, introduce a much more um, less stringent antisocial behaviour. Like, for example, let me give you an example. If I have antisocial behaviour, I have to give a two-step notice, right? So they have a party and I say, okay, I can't terminate the, the lease or after that party. Oh, no, 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 no. I have to, give, I have to wait for another party to arrive, right? Then I can terminate their lease. And then if they appeal it, then I have to go into the RTB. And they say, well, you know, was it that serious? Did anyone get injured? You know, was the neighbours threatened? Well, well, I mean, all I can tell you is that from Monday's um, scenario, um, I certainly heard it myself, the party on Monday. Mm. I heard it myself. Um, I've spoken to people living in different parts of the wider area. Mm. Ray Bogue being an example. Corbally being another example, who heard it going on. So it was a big gig. There's no question about that. And a listener is saying, Joe, I'm just looking at some photos of the destruction left behind by students in the Castle Troy area. There must be some videos floating around as well. Yeah, we have seen some videos. And anyone identified in any footage should be expelled from the college permanently, full stop. And all college students in all colleges should be told that they will also be thrown out of college if they attend any further chaos of this um, nature. Uh, we're talking to property manager Kirsten Mail, who has some strong things to say to us this morning about students uh, and some of the issues that have uh, arisen there, including, of course, this week, antisocial behaviour and students partying in the college court area of Castle Troy. And Green Councillor Sean Hartigan has been describing to us some of the damage. It's not just confined to college court, but... It's worse in College Court than in other estates around. started off with a bang on Tuesday. Um, a lot of students coming back, a lot of cars. Seems to be extra amounts of people in houses, maybe because of the lack of accommodation. Um, and it was a huge party. People told me that there was 2,000 people on the street in College Court um, on Tuesday night. And judging by the amount of rubbish and broken glass and bottles and cans and papers around the street the following morning, I'd say they could probably have been right. Apparently the guards were called uh, numerous times, um, but they just said they couldn't come out because they were dealing with other incidents. But they got no response. A lot of people couldn't get their, get sleep. These are residential estates. Not just College Court, Milford Grange, uh, Ellen Park. All of these estates, there's working people living there. Um, there's people with young children. There's retired people um, following morning. Some people couldn't get their cars out. They were blocked in by cars. Had to call taxis um, to get to work. and Had to ring their boss to say they were going to be late. Speaking to people who were doing building down there, couldn't get vehicles in. Um, you'd be afraid to drive on the road in parts of some of these states with the amount of glass. 
cycle in is nearly impossible to cycle and kids certainly would have great difficulty cycling to school. You'd be afraid to leave your children out with you wanted glass around the place. There you go. That's Sean Hartigan, the Green Councillor there, talking about uh, the party earlier this week. And now we understand, um, Kirsten Mail is still with me, that last night there was a huge guard of presence in the Castle Troy area. Uh, but residents are worried about how long that'll last and what will happen over the weekend or into next week. And we also understand that residents are being told, you know, by Garty that, look, we're doing this, but we can't keep this up. Our resources are limited and there are other parts of Limerick City and County that need to be catered for as well. And obviously we'll check back in with people. We'd like to hear from you over the weekend to see what's been happening. Now, UL, Kirsten, as I mentioned this, their latest statement to us, says, UL appreciates that there is understandable concern in the surrounding community about the return of large numbers of young people from across the country. Appeals have been made to those living in off-campus rented accommodation to be responsible and a good neighbour to those around them. The university takes any behaviour that disrupts the campus and local community very seriously and will address matters in accordance with existing procedures outlined in the UL Student Code of conduct. Now, Kirsten, they couldn't be stronger than that. They couldn't be clearer than that, could they? Yeah, well, um, I, I haven't looked at the UL Code of Conduct, but when a neighbour, when a resident uh, of a property in College Court or wherever Milford Grange has a problem, who can they ring? Who can they email in UL? Identifying the property where the problem is coming from and what will be done then. You can make all the statements you want, Joe, right? What you don't hear in that statement is a plan of action. Like if I have a problem, if someone rings me and says to me, right, you have a problem in this property, right, what are you going to do about it? I'll be out there. I'll be out there. Me, myself, right? So who do you ring in UL who's going to be out there? Who's processing the complaint? Who's following up on it? See, this is all airy-fairy stuff, right? You know, it means nothing because there's no point of contact. So everyone needs a point of contact. So therefore, the UL can identify who the owner of the property is and then through that identify who the tenants are because they have to be registered uh, with the landlord on the RTB. So there, there, is, there is a line of communication and that's why I gave up on it, Joe, Right? That's why I gave an up on it, because there was no line of communication. And I said, OK, well, I'm out. Right. OK, right. you know, and, um, and, and, and this is the problem. Yeah. Making all these statements, you need, you need meat on the statements. You need all those residents in there um, need to um, know who they go to. Well, you'll be amused by this because it's probably the only time uh, that you've ever been in a public forum where there might be uh, a chance of you being confused with somebody else in Limerick, um, Kirsten, because your name is quite unusual. Uh, we are talking to Kirsten Mail, who is not the president of the University of Limerick, <laughs> but is actually right. <laughs> uh, of KMPM on Shannon Street, very well known in the property management uh, business. <laughs> I never, th- I never thought I'd have to do that, Kirsten. But no, no. 
and 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 the irony of the similarity in names is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, well, UL then, not you, but UL. Um, they are saying as well in their statement that I mentioned that they strongly promote civic education, the cultivation of civic skills, responsible community engagement through the UL Engage Office, President Volunteer Awards, and other initiatives. While UL cannot be a responder to off-campus incidents, which are the jurisdiction of Angada Shiachana and other relevant agencies. Any student who has been officially reported, investigated and found to have broken the UL Code of Conduct will face sanction. UL continues to liaise and work with Angada Shiachana as it reminds students of their personal responsibility to follow government and institutional guidelines. And UL is funding extra guard patrols of the estates in the vicinity of the campus, which have begun and will continue uh, for a number of weeks. And then they're finally saying allegations of breaches of the UL Code of Conduct are made to the Complaints Discipline and Vetting Unit of the University of Limerick. The complainant is asked to provide sufficient information to enable the university advocate uh, to undertake an investigation. And Councillor Sean Hartigan said uh, to us in a separate piece to the piece that you heard that that is in essence they want people to finger a student uh, to say you, this person named is the individual that I am talking about who participated in the mass 2,000-person party. So what about that? Yeah, well, I think what really needs to be done on a practical level is the guards, the resident association and the college need to sit down and create a line of communication, right? Trying to identify a student, like, for example, I told you I was involved in three or four antisocial RTB cases, right? The first problem is getting witnesses to actually appear because they're afraid. They're actually afraid. Um, when I said they're that, afraid of the young leaders of the future. Correct. Correct. Now, this, this is, I mean, this is extraordinary stuff when you think it about is. it. These, you know, these people are coming from different parts of the country and from Limerick, and, yeah. and they're, they're studying to enter the workforce, to be responsible citizens, to maybe end up, I don't know, one of them might end up as Taoiseach or president one day. Yeah. Yeah, well, the only good thing is by the time they get around to that, I'll probably be dead, right, <laughs> you know? Um, because, like, yeah. like, And by the way, this isn't the way it was 20 years ago. So it, is, even, it is deteriorating. Even, even 15 years ago. And by the way, Joe, can I say something else about, you know, the, the civic responsibility? It isn't for the college, right, to basically inform right, their students of their civic responsibility. That lies with the parents. If they're not taught at home how to behave, you know... I, but I guarantee I, you way, they are. I guarantee you they are taught at home. Yeah. I guarantee well, you that their well, parents well, would be appalled if they were doing this on their own doorstep. Oh, no. I, I, I had an exchange with a parent by text, right, where she actually threatened me with her TD... And what was it, a TD and our solicitor? And I said, well, let, get, them, get them on to me. Get them on to me. Right? Now, of course, it ended there. Right? The, the attitude of some parents, I'm not saying all of them, some parents actually they're young. Right? This is part of the emboldenment of the problem. Okay. Right? Like, like I, I said to you, I drove in a quarter to six on Tuesday. That's before the party. It was a tip before the party. So... They were thrown. They were, I mean, it was the litter that appalled me. Like yeah. they were just, I, I, just discarding litter, bottles, cans, glass all over the oh. road. This okay. was quarter six. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Thank you, Kirsten Mail of uh, Keep 
KPM PM uh, property management uh, in Shannon Street and uh, you have raised this issue very significantly for us this morning. We were talking about it during the week and we will certainly come back to it. We appreciate very much your time. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.